episode four, Resource Consumerism. Hi guys, it's Chandra, the lighthearted plant lover behind The Granola Minimalist. Welcome to my podcast. This episode is a little bit different because usually I am on the road traveling and camping out and I bring you along with me, but due to wildfires that canceled our trip, this episode is taking place at home. Here in the Las Vegas Valley, it had just dropped from 90 degrees to 50 degrees in one day, so it's really starting to feel like fall. So please check out my corresponding fall-themed YouTube video. Link to this podcast. Anyways, let's get started and talk about resource consumerism. Concentrated in the Mojave Desert is the illusion of abundance, an oasis in the desert quite literally. Sunny Las Vegas, where the combination of world-class advertisement, entertainment, and access to luxury lifestyles creates a vicious cycle for the consumer. If you stroll the suburbs of the greater Las Vegas area, you will see vast green lawns and palm trees, vegetation that is defying all odds to exist here. Well, not quite. Normalized excessive use of vital resources like water and energy have become a baseline of consumption in our society and is something we need to learn to take responsibility for as a consumer. Maintaining landscape that is not native to the environment is a costly use of resources, mostly water, that is purely for aesthetics. Humans and all other life on Earth need fresh water to drink and survive. And although the world looks water abundant, less than 1% of all water on Earth is fresh water. Being conscious of your water use at home can help preserve an essential resource for sustaining all life. According to a study from, by the EPA, the average American family uses more than 300 gallons of water per day at home. An analogy I like to use when putting water waste into perspective is this. Say you are camping for multiple days and only had a large jug of water with you for drinking, cleaning, and cooking. Would you leave that jug running freely while you brushed your teeth? When looked at from that angle, the answer is clearly no. Very quickly, you would run out of precious drinking water for the luxury of letting the water jug run while you brushed your teeth. So why is it socially acceptable to leave the water running when brushing teeth at home, but not at the campsite? Even though we are not camping in primitive conditions thanks to modern civilization, we still have a finite amount of drinking water just like that jug of water. When using the tap, we don't feel the same pressure as we do when relying on the jug because it seems that the tap will never run dry, but that is not true. In the long term, water is not a renewable resource like solar power or timber and can run out for future civilization if living more sustainably is not incorporated into societal norms, especially when living in arid regions like the Mojave Desert. Next time you are brushing your teeth, try closing the sink drain and watch how quickly the bowl fills with water. Having a visual representation of the volume of water we are wasting on a daily basis during mundane tasks helps create the habit of using water intentionally. Try turning the tap off while brushing teeth, taking shorter showers, only running the dishwasher when it's full, and converting lawns back to native vegetation to reserve regularly wasted drinking water. Water is not the only resource that is habitually wasted. Gas and electricity are both resources that are finite but treated like they are infinite. When turning on a light at home, we often do not think much further about where that source of energy came from other than the closest electrical outlet. Out of all the energy used in the U.S., only 11% currently comes from renewable resources. 
That means that 89% of the energy we depend on is non-renewable and will run out eventually. Turning off light switches when leaving the room, keeping the AC at a slightly higher temperature, or carpooling to work are just a few ways to be more mindful of personal energy consumption. Transportation is a major consumption of non-renewable resources, like gas and energy, and a leading source of environmental pollution. When filling up the tank of a vehicle, we aren't thinking much more about it than the cost of gas per gallon. Gasoline is essential for powering most vehicles, but when used by the engine, it releases carbon dioxide, a powerful greenhouse gas, into the atmosphere amongst other pollutants that contribute to smog and reduce lung function in people, like asthma and emphysema. Reducing the amount of gasoline used per capita reduces the amount of pollution going into the atmosphere and conserves an essential resource. By traveling with some intentionality, you can still get to where you need to go and reduce the amount of pollution produced too. If you are in a city that has decent public transportation or is accessible by foot or bike, those are great options for reducing your personal consumption of energy for transportation needs. However, if you are located somewhere where public transportation is not developed enough to take you where you need to go, or the roads aren't safe for cyclists and pedestrians, opt for carpooling with coworkers, friends, and colleagues when possible. Not only is it a great way to reduce the amount of energy consumed while out and about, but also a way to get to know your neighbors, a courtesy that seems to have been lost in the digital age. But before we go, as always, we have our simplicity tip, our sustainability tip, and our serendipitous moment for this episode. My simplicity tip is when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. Embrace your situation and make the best of it. My sustainability tip is if you are going to be decorating for fall and you feel like your decorations are just a little bit weak, before going out to the store and buying something new, check with friends and family to see if they have any decorations they can loan you. And lastly, my serendipitous moment. A few days after this podcast comes out will be November 1st, and that happens to be me and my boyfriend Jake's six-year anniversary. I just wanted to say happy anniversary, Jake. You mean the world to me, and thank you for all your continued support. But that's it for this episode. Until next time, thanks for being here.